0: Considering an entry this week into the Guinness Book of Records, welcome to Hand of Pod. Or anything, but we are the longest running um, English language Argentine football podcast, probably including Spanish language ones actually as well. Yes. So, next time Ralph is in town, um, where we're going to get him to give us a certificate, I think. Of the publicity, if we manage to get into the 2014 edition of the book, would be, It'll be worth amazing. it, right? Uh, for the, from the point of view of bribing him with some furniture, at least. Is it too late for 2013? Probably. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine they'd wrap that up sometime yeah. a couple of months ago. Um, we should get on to exactly what that joke is referring to in a minute. Um, I've not got my lap to sign with me this week. i we going to be
1: dismissed, isn't It's
0: going to be tough. Um, that's fallen by the wayside. Anyway, I'm Sam Kelly. Um, I'm here with Gerald Richards. Hello. With English Jam. Hello. And with a special guest who this week has uh, lowered the average age of the pod and... Heightened the average height of it to uh, to heights never, never seen before. Ed Mallion, welcome. Uh,
2: thank you very much for having me. Or Ed Malchon, who's your call while you the bad lion is, is a good one. Man Leon. Very good. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a cool nickname, that'd be it. Absolutely.
0: Um, we have got a not quite as goal packed weekend for you this week as we had last week to discuss, but we've seen a couple of interesting results. Which one should we talk about first, guys? Which one's the way out between us? John, did you get to a game? Uh,
1: no, I didn't I had a, um, a On Friday I tried to get to Argentinos oh, Juniors Against TV Thinking that Argentinos had had You know um, Eight goals in the last Two games yeah. Or, or yeah. Eight and six Thinking uh, so Assuming there'd be goals um, Yeah, I don't know why The text message Is kind of arranging Me and my pal rise at two in the morning So we didn't get to it but, but it was nil-nil So it was just as well It was, I was there um, It wasn't the worst Nil-nil I've ever seen But it was
0: nil-nil Um one of only two this weekend, so one more than there was last week. Uh, so we've not really done very well the last two weeks between us, going to two out of the three nil nils in, in twenty games that, that we've been to. Um but yeah it was it was a, as like I say a fairly good match without being spectacular. Um, I'm just clicking on the, the stats now to try and remind myself. I don't think there's much to say. And I'm going on Leon impressed me. front Proper Apid Dinos runs about a lot. Couldn't do with improving His first touch Now that I've seen him In the flesh this, The, the guy's kind of in a bit of a habit Of scoring late Or lateish goals Recently The ecuador I think he's Ecuadorian Isn't he um, yeah. Striker He's huge Compared with Almost everybody else On the pitch I'll say that one. Um, Although a number Of Tigray's defenders Were quite large Specimens as well um, i are really getting into the higher thing on this <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's well, ex- to do with what we're going to talk about a little bit later no, uh, That, it, that it is impressive Although that
0: is a, a, a theme that we'll be coming yeah. back to as you've hinted at um, Dan, which game did you go to? Tell us about it, what can you remember of it?
3: I can remember flashes and <laughs> moments uh can you remember the goal? I can remember the goal, yeah That's
2: no, um, my first question no.
3: yeah, I was in Santa Fe on Saturday night to watch Racing take on Colonina. Bit of a top of the table clash, and it ended in favour of Racing 1 0 with a goal five minutes from the end by Luciano Vieto, who's
0: now, you know, he's 18 years old, I think. We've mentioned him at least once in the quarter This is the guy who supposedly um, was the subject of a £4 million bid from Liverpool and, and Juventus yeah, and a few weeks ago. He scored right. one hat trick yeah, <laughs> and no other goals. Gets the worst but team in the league. One
3: of the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Well>, I <aside> saying <laughs> that. How many games has San Martín won since that okay. game?
2: Oh come on They're exactly. still, still one of the worst teams in the four, league
3: three, three out of four Or five Five yeah. yeah Something like that So yeah It was a like, Lovely little goal I think It was looking like It was going to be a No-no draw Despite Racing More or less having The better of the game I think From what I saw At least the better chances And Mauro Camoranesi Coming from come on off the bench After saying that He was more than happy To spend his time on the bench Despite being a World Cup winner Joe, just explain Why you're doing this Know. Know. No, it's the, it's yes. the, no, no, it's the Italian thing, isn't it? The, yeah. Oh, you, you're making reference to his Italian heritage. Absolutely. Uh, and does probably Italian heritage as well. Sounds pretty Italian, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So he's yeah, got an
2: Italian passport that was all over him like a rash. Yeah. Yes, yeah, for sure. And he's, he's blonde, so he could have northern Italian it's family. I, I checked it out already as well. He's already signed up to one of the biggest agents in the country, so uh, no chance of anyone yeah. messing on that. Uh-huh.
1: You need to get him when they're about four. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Actually, the way that the really the, really, the, the,
2: yeah. the agents. I check, checked it. straight away after the hat trick, and he's uh, he's already signed that. No, no, cool. no. By
1: the time yeah, he he had, had like the in reserves. reserves. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, hey. it was
3: it was Cameron Menzies pass, that like, lovely little through ball, and met by Vieto who just about dinked the ball past. Lovely. passed be lovely, beautiful finish, and <laughs> that was it. Kind of game one, and we were went absolutely mental. The well, pass was the place. whole game. Yeah. yeah, excellent pass. It was just like was a typical Racing performance of the last last few weeks ever since kind of that Ever since you started sh- slacking there off for being a pretty much manager. yeah <laughs> but you can say like there's definitely been changes since those couple of defeats against and Estudiantes that have just well, one is um, mm. bringing in Bruno Zuccolini another youngster I think he's 19 into the middle with uh, Pelletieri and that gives you a set in which basically just destroys uh, opposition Like, doesn't give him mm. room to breathe and Diego Richard
0: I think has kind of stepped it up a bit as well I mean well, I think we knew he football at the core, but he yeah. seems now to have had those, the first few matches he was maybe yeah. kind of playing within himself still finding his way into yeah. the team a bit and now he's, he's looking really good again well,
3: I think with Richard as well it's benefited him having two players like Belletti uh, and Zuccolini in the middle because now he can sort of leave the tracking back the defensive side behind obviously he mm. still does it because he's a um, machine but now he can really kind of Focus on getting forward, coming down the wings. And yeah, so
1: it's been coming together for, uh, for Racing and it's, it's good to see. I want to ask a question about Vieto. Because I thought, I was under the impression, something before this season, that he was more a midfielder, obviously an advanced midfielder, but mm. now, I seen him, he's really like, I mean, quite a Palacio, I guess, kind of a forward, kind of happy to get very wide. I mean, his finishing is brilliant. Yeah, that's what I thought. Was he, was he a midfielder <laughs> in the youth system before when he
3: first came into the team he looked like a real another number 10 to be honest right I think that was where he he was used uh, originally by Simeone kind of the yeah withdrawn well, forward yeah. like a uh, in this kind of position but now i think since he's started becoming intri- becoming introduced by Zuendia, he's been using him as like the second forward and then yeah. he went down it works really well though. he moves brilliantly he kind of can come wide he's got a good feet. Finishing's yeah, great. You've
0: seen that he's got a wicked shot from outside or inside.
1: Yeah, no, exactly.
3: He's
0: essentially the, the ultimate cliche, right? The, the kind of player that, when we're talking particularly about live in Argentine attacking players, all he needs to be is about five foot two and he, he'd be. Yeah, he's a little you know, bit tall to play all the cliches yeah. off
2: to, to write about. Exactly. And he's a bit too tall, but apart from that. He's a walking, talking cliche. Make him miss- I think Zuardia is he's quite a modern manager. I think he thinks about things tactically, he's a bit more. Um, say advanced In some of the managers, um, the relics that you get in charge of these teams. We kind of and, said this as well a few weeks ago. He's played kind of like you know, it's got four four two, but it's kind of a four two three one sort of thing, which is quite popular in Europe at the moment. Mm. Um, and we had uh, Valentin Vila who was a striker, yeah. who was getting played up wide right, just because he's got pace and he drifts in. And I think like Vieta Is kind of, um, I don't know, like a media punta sort of. Yeah. And they say the same game.
3: thing about certain um, directors. That's a they say the same thing, same thing about uh, Centurion as well. Mm. He's been playing out wide on the left, but he also switches, switches, a lot. But they say his most natural position is as like a media punta one of these guys who likes to kind of be on the edge of the area and stuff. Mm. But definitely, I think with those two, you know, it's lovely seeing, you know, like these young, these young guys come through. There's yeah three who've come up from the youth ranks, and they're now pretty much kinda of
0: undisputed. What about what you uh, mean even a, even at the other end of the pitch as well? You've got um, I'm just looking at the screen to of the name. Godralan. Yeah. Huh, but Codre-Lan. Codre-Lan. Uh, in in the back line. This yeah. is kind of he's a left back, isn't he Yes. Um, I've seen wrestling once so far like this season, and he, he kind of impressed me. With that.
3: Well, funnily enough, um, he's probably the one player left in the team that people are still pretty much not sold on You hear a lot of criticism about Godralan because because he's one of these kind of fullbacks. He likes to he likes to mark from deep. He's not one to really kind of get into his opposite. The opposite numbers face and that kind of thing, and you know, people love uh, fullback who gets stuck in and like charges
0: up the wing. This, know, this kind of links with, with something that Suvendia said on uh, Fox Sports on Monday night on Radio del Plata, which is uh, we've mentioned it at least once before on the pod. Um, it's a radio show that's syndicated to Fox Sports TV show. Uh, so you can either listen on the radio Or you can watch on television As a bunch of people sit around the desk And, and talk into microphones It really bothers you doesn't it? Um, <laughs> this, no <laughs> Actually, actually I, prefer, I, I prefer watching on the TV But um, what bothers me is that sometimes I'll walk into my local pub And they'll have that on on mute <laughs> Seriously <laughs> that, that, That's why I think it's ridiculous um, But they had someone there on as a guest And, and he said that um, the Argentine defenders, I uh, as far as I was aware, he, he hadn't been asked about this particular trait of Corvalan or whatever, but he said that his system, what, he, what he'd love to do is to essentially be playing a higher line. Yeah. And Argentine defenders are far more comfortable defending on the edge of their own box. Completely, yeah, yeah, Completely, you can see that, for it. Pretty much every team, you know. And as Comebacks I don't like to pressure. We're looking at
2: Argentina defence now, it's all the same,
0: exactly. is right? yeah. yeah, and, and I, I mentioned this quite on, on Twitter, I, I put it onto Twitter. Uh, when he said it and one of my followers who watches a lot more Serie A than, yeah. than I do um, tweeted me back to say that Nicolas Bordiso mm-hmm. um, had been dropped for Roma's game that weekend yeah. for precisely that reason because he, he wasn't comfortable yeah. playing in the kind of role that the coach had asked him to play for that yeah. particular match
3: and you think probably one of the people that probably doesn't follow the role is uh, Gino Peruzzi who's a lot more kind of proactive as, as a defender so maybe as the new, the new guys are coming through you haven't watched Games in Spain or England like, as something youngsters tend to do more than, than the older generation here. That like maybe will will sort of change, but for now definitely it is, it is a trait you'll see a
0: very kind of relaxed, deep uh, method of defending without much pressing and and so on. And we seem to have reached a natural end to that discussion. So now let's move from Colón to Racing.
3: Well, we should say at least no, that uh, that win put Racing at the top for at least. About 24 hours Until Newers came along And scored the party By Take it By regaining their Two point lead at the
0: top Absolutely Which we'll mention A little later But the other match That one of us was at Was Ed
2: um, Who was uh, In the press conference Did you got a press I was, Oh yeah I've got, got a press ticket With San Lorenzo I've got a friend That works with me Against out, Against Arsenal Some small team Who've never yeah. done anything in that Football It was um, nil-nil. It was a decent game Um it was mainly kind of everyone going, hoping you know something interesting happened because if Arsenal won, then Chris Lombardi would probably go. But San Lorenzo have got the players to win it mm. by you know four or five. Um, good atmosphere, decent atmosphere. Arsenal brought you know 62 fans, uh, which I counted myself. <laughs> um, so fair play to them for that. I'm glad you said that because
0: the, the people who listen to us and who, who maybe get a bit tired of us. Taking the piss Out of them
2: From yeah, time to time, to time. To I just time. Time. No, it's a it's a joke, joke no, class. No, um, so yeah 62 Arsenal fans um, Didn't make a noise all game But it was It was a decent game Best players on the part uh, Mercier For San Lorenzo mm. Very Classy kind of player I mean For San Lorenzo Not much else Bufferini runs and runs But uh, Like he, he's like a but He's got the wind resistance Thing going on isn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah yeah I mean, it's, it's, How much pace Do you really get uh, <laughs> Because of the, the head I mean, But he, he just
2: doesn't I don't know he, I've seen him have Some great games Where he's got Great end product But he just had nothing um, Arsenal Lissandro Lopez Was excellent in defence And he's one of those Modern defenders We were going to say A minute ago Does have that ability Like him and Perdizzo last year They did have Something different about them Which is why Teams struggled to score Against him yeah, so much sure. um, But basically yeah. of then 0 nil Lopez cleared Probably the best chance Off the line Again just Read the game Better than anyone else Got behind the keeper Campos Is a good keeper anyway And uh, cleared it off the line and um and that was that press conference afterwards, Caruso Lombardi classic, just oh yeah, we played really well, we should have we should have won by three or four, just not the case. And then um yesterday slash today you got sacked, so and that's
0: possibly the biggest um story in terms of on pitch stuff of the week, right? The Caruso Lombardi has ended up being sacked a week ago we were hearing that Son Lorenzo couldn't afford to, to pay off the rest of his contract if they fired him he wasn't going to go in fact well less than 24 hours ago we were hearing from him I'm not going to go if they want me out then they've they got, like, they got to sack me I
3: don't right? think they should
0: have sacked him I don't think they should have sacked him
3: well I heard the agreement was basically they're going to pay him this contract up till
0: the end of the year or plus a bonus payment for having kept them up last season right that's
2: all with him um, he said yesterday he again. said yesterday you said um you know, they wanted me to keep them up last year I did that and they, and they backed me up until then But then in the summer They signed all these players that I didn't want But the, all the players that he didn't want Were all bloody like, good players yeah. you know, was, like, They had probably some of the best business this summer Of any team yeah, If not the best, best, best. business They struck with Lursi They signed Hara. They signed um, Aguiar Who took Peñaral to the, yeah. probably the final. Um, Piati, Natural yeah. Piatti yeah. is a class yeah. player yeah. Mercier you know, They signed all these good players well, And He's moaning about that because they're not the players. I don't know who he wanted. Like if he wanted like fucking Messi and Demi or something. I don't know. It was no, just a joke. That's not Caruso Would be like L- players really. players whose, whose agency can bully and yeah, well more yeah, like yeah. How many how many buns he can players. get allegedly? Yeah. But the um, yeah, it was just it seemed a bit of a, a joke that he was coming out with that. But they weren't horrendous the other day. But they did come out and there was you know as you get in um, Argentine football, not very partisan journalists. <laughs> And um, they're all kind of San Lorenzo fans And as we're walking down to kind of the mix zone All these guys are saying, that's it, we're getting relegated this year We're definitely going down So, uh, you know, if they think it's going to stop them Then get rid of him. But I don't know who, well, who they bring in that's going to do a better job at the moment Absolutely Well, it's PC, right? They're,
1: PC, they're, they sounds like yeah, they better yeah. From what I understood yesterday, I haven't seen the news today But they, uh, they seem to have agreed with him. Which I think is quite a funny one because with Centralis the earliest, the last season, he was uh, I mean, you know, excellent throughout the campaign and then right when it came to the business end they completely yeah. dropped away. Yeah. But I think you can blame that can't be the coach they, the they, they, the they threw away promotion. And then just dropped away promotion. But how much is, yeah. well, is that well exactly, that is is that, on, is that, is that coach of the the, play, the, the players I mean you get into the the pressure, right. the business end of the season, yeah. you've been top of the table for like a number yeah. of weeks, if not second. You've yeah been in direct promotion spots for for most yeah, of the season, there are players And certain,
2: players. suddenly, just the bottom falls out of it, and yeah. they drop out of the, uh, the promotion spots. You don't think it's just the players bottling
0: it, though. They can't
3: players,
2: it has okay. to be the. They, they lost the playoff to. They lost the playoff, lost the playoff
0: to Sunderland, didn't they? Well, they drew basically. Yeah, they, true they, right. they failed to beat Sunderland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they I just think sorry, no, they did lose, didn't they? they it they, was
1: two 0 It was two nil first day. Sammartino against. That was a like, two 0 No, it was it was Saladin against... Centre. Because it was... Um, oh, Instituto, sorry. And this is the thing, failed to score in the, in the promotion playoffs. Mm-hmm.
2: And then Castilla, who scored like 26 goals in... Yeah, no,
1: No, they a good side last year. And I'm not saying he's... A, quite the contrary, I think he's a good coach. I think, I think yeah, actually yeah, there is that question. In terms of being in the direct promotion spots for several months, and then when it comes down to it, to missing out. I mean, obviously it's frustrating, and it's disappointing, and obviously there are other factors going on, but... Like I said, there's that to, I mean, on the one hand, he put him in that position, on the other, they fail to, to get promotion, so... Can you
0: tell us about anything, John, about his time in Spain, because you've spent more time watching Spanish football than, than most of
1: us here? No, that's a bit, bit know. Like, I know I'm, I know, I know much I'm much older sport. than you guys, but not that much. <laughs> oh, i more I'm about him. he works there, <laughs> No, no, I mean, he's... he's very well known out
2: there obviously but um, for his for still his there but in Barcelona but, um, but no I, put, I read today that it was totally got him in because of his links with Barcelona I don't know how we think that's going to help the club or <laughs> like if they're going to get some ease or whatever yeah they might be able to get Messi on loan maybe they're playing yeah. the same
0: colours so it would essentially just be able to pick out a, a really stupid player who's not quite sure where he is yeah. and that's a Barcelona
2: shirt sure, yeah. and play for don't know. yeah although he's on loan there so I but work. the uh, no I just it's a bizarre situation and um you know, when I saw sort them of linked with Victor Fernandez and Pecci, I thought Victor Fernandez would be a great choice. But if they had gone for PT then um, good luck to them because, as I say, you know the bottom fell out of him last season.
1: Yeah. If
2: that happens in a relegation battle, then there's only one way down.
1: The other thing is, though, to be fair, At Sintereo, there was a huge amount of pressure last yeah. year. You know, another season second division. I mean, and obviously there's other stuff going on. River and Kilmes obviously were flying side. up as well. Yeah, exactly. And it was a very difficult promotion um, battle last season with the four teams, obviously all going for it. I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad coach by any stretch of imagination, but
0: I don't think Lorenzo has been that bad this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about the other matches now, which, which we none of us were at. Uh, sorry, but I'll tell you what happened anyway. Lanus beat Union 2-0, first thing on Friday evening. Any
2: comments on those? One. I didn't catch that one because I was on back in the regulation win. Union are terrible. Lanus uh, yeah. terrible. I <laughs> have <laughs> my alarm clock from next
1: door realising
2: game was on when Lennon scores shouts from next door like, ah, they're already playing, right. <laughs> yeah. So you know, they were decent. They had a they had a tough fixture start of the season. Un- yeah. un- unbelievably tough. Yeah, yeah. And first as a manager.
1: There's yeah, yeah. a lot to say. But they
2: played something like, they played the top the top seven in their first eight games. Mm. Mm. So you know, they always had a, a tough start. They had to beat Union to kind of start a good run of fixtures. I think they started a good run of fixtures. Yeah. Um, San Martín de San Juan have
0: won their third consecutive home match, and combined with the draw the weekend before against away to Boca, they've now not lost in three matches. Which, considering they started off with was it seven, five straight five, defeats? Five, six straight straight defeats at the start of the season is quite something. They beat All Boys um, 2-1, coming from behind as well. They were one 0 down at half time. Uh, with two goals from Umberto Botello. Can anybody tell me anything about Umberto Botello? Mm. No, it's. Um, Never, heard of it. it didn't so, work.
1: The more excited about that game was the, the goal by Matos. Yeah. Is, was that goal of the weekend? I Quite didn't it. It. I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. It's just an amazing that. curling chip from the edge of the box right in the top corner. It's, be- it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's I
2: was watching. um I was watching some Atlanta. I was watching at the time. Atlanta giveaway. Atlanta against uh, someone. Oh, Central de Cordova 1 2 0 you know how to pick them yeah that was, it was uh, a good
0: one uh, Estudiantes beat Quilmes 2-1 um, Roman Martinez scored his okay. what, second or oh. third goal for Estudiantes and Duván Zapata got the, got the winner um, they've listed him twice in know, with two different minutes, did they win 2-1 or 3-1 but
3: you got the result then.
0: I have, no it says 2-1 but it also said that Duván Zapata scored twice and that Roman Martinez scored once for Estudiantes so something might have happened possibly with, with Duván Uh but anyway no they, they did win 2-1 I'm pretty sure uh, Racing Con we've already mentioned we will skip the next match we'll come back to it in a second but Independiente um, got a second win in a row they beat Atletico Rafael at 2-0 um, with Sergio Aguero Watching from the stands Of the stadium He almost helped pay for He was that close To helping them Finish it off He there? helped right.
3: them Pay for three quarters You say that I've not seen
2: the thing today Is that what you're going to say No no no, no, no on, About their on. debt Go on <laughs> It's like gone up For like another 123 million pesos It's now like nearly 400 million pesos It's ridiculous like that no, They surprise. announced it today they, they It's kind of a big um, They've got an assembly Coming up I don't know how you'd say it Annual general meeting, I suppose in English And um, Yeah they're all over the Papers With Obviously Cantero Blaming the previous uh,
3: With good reason uh, uh, They're saying
2: They're going to Try and Present a denuncia And things like that But There's a lot of debt there There's (laughs) a lot of debt Because I think
3: They've got a a Winding up order Against them Like a bankruptcy order They had several Independents
1: They almost didn't get Any of their signings like, but, um, I mean, they've, Joel,
0: they've what, what were you going to say When I mentioned Aguero's Transfer To explain my comment Aguero's transfer Things say, like, what, I think essentially what, paid for The little
1: Work on the stadium That has been done Was paid by him Yeah Yeah So It's still a half Finished concrete, yeah. concrete
2: yeah. Shell well, yeah, no, It reminds
1: me of The thing is This is it When you're taking Aguero Study and Dennis Those three signings you say that Independiente didn't have enough money To finish the stadiums.
2: Where did the rest go? Yeah. It's
1: exactly the same thing that happened at River Plate And it's happened at all of them But, you know but what, Was Aguero part-owned? Not significantly no, Not no, like Iguain Because no, no, Iguain, no, like, all the, money, all the money went elsewhere actually. No, well, Iguain, Iguain was a lot sold, like, three months before he was sold Like Lamella? Coincidentally No, was already had his rights apart But Aguero was a through-and-through through Independiente plan But I'm not sure about his transfer rights, though But Iguain was sold... 100% River Plate, was we sold out like, three months before, 50% was sold off, and then, as I said, then the sale went yeah. through. I mean, it's pretty, pretty, sort of pretty, pretty obvious what's stuff. going on. Yeah. Well, you know, it's been, I don't have to say much more, but it's just pretty clear.
0: Um, there are three matches left, and all of them come with a few talking points, so I think, first of all, Actually, first of all, I'm going to ask for uh, whether we can just pause for a second and refill our glasses. Um, of course, I'll I won't play any ice. music, but we'll get some more ice in, uh, refill, especially mine and Joel's glasses because they're a bit smaller. Than the other. Um, <laughs> we should come back. In- <laughs> we'll come back and discuss the other. He says there's a hole in the bottom. Zone. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, that's what's happened. So, Jones, which of these matches shall we take first? We all know which ones we're talking about. Yeah, um, I think we probably have to have a pop uh, at yeah. so Newell's new- Old Boys yeah, it's which the biggest is, game of the week. Which was, as Dan says, the biggest game of the week. Which is partly why I was wondering whether to take it last, but I think we'll go, jump into it now because possibly less fewer talking points around it actually. Yeah. Um, Newell's Old Boys beat the Sashfield 1-0 with a 23-second goal from Maxi Rodriguez his first in the Argentine Primera in ten and a half years he scored twice in April 2002 against Tacheres and, give or take um, um, done no nothing there sorry give or take <laughs> yeah right not exactly uh, ten and a half years but to within I mean literally to within about a week Um and, and have not scored since Until 23 seconds in Against Venice It was the only goal of the game But it was actually Quite a decent game Yeah I mean, it was a, yeah,
3: it's an enjoyable game
0: In fact not even Quite a decent game It, it was uh, far and away the, Yeah both the teams kind of Had the Both sides All weekend yeah. um, I think it's ex-
3: Like We saw exactly What we've been saying about And yours uh, For the last few weeks Like They're just effective They get that goal And they don't You know They don't surrender Any leads You thought As soon as they got ahead It was it was going to be hard for Villas to get back in the game and they're just a point harvesting machine really I think now they're, they're clearly the only team unbeaten still
2: right? yeah. Yeah. I, love, yeah. I love this new side I think yeah, they're yeah. The, the most tactically advanced side I've, I've seen in Argentine football probably ever since I've started watching you know, the well, they got the best coach. Though. I mean, they have down, they got hands the down the best manager. Absolutely. but it's you know, they're playing like a particularly a hard Argentina. <laughs> they do the best. four-three-three with scocco is a, like basically a false nine because I mean, the guy's always been a playmaker or a winger. When he was at ACF, he played wide. You know, he was a number ten when he was in Argentina at the start. So not playing with a striker, which is a shame for Uruti, the young striker they have yeah. got, who's but, now been linked with a move away. But he's
1: coming out. That's I mean, that's in part as well because I mean, and the last season he played. He was always it was the first start Yeah, game. he was very good Didn't
0: he?
2: Yeah, yeah of course and that, that stopped his He was, yeah. was a second half sub yeah, I think on yeah. It was uh, oh, I'm getting my days mixed up Now such a long time I It I was, was Sunday. Sunday It was Sunday, Sunday. But this four three three Is just And you know I was watching the other day and, and it is I mean obviously It's not like Barca But it is like Barca In the way that I was watching the game And then suddenly There's that little pocket Where you've got two centre-backs And the 2 central centre-midfielders uh, For Um Venice or the one defensive midfielder and the Carolero, tucked in, and there's no striker there. And I, I just don't think the Argentine defenders have got the intelligence to deal with the fact that it's like we've got no one to mark, what the hell are we going to do? Yeah. And Scorco's drifted out wide, and the, the goal came. Scocco's playing notionally centre forward, he drifts right, crosses for Maxi, Maxi at the far post. They've got fluid front three with those two, and then either the Spedulti or this lad yeah. Who I didn't see last year, but obviously he's come through quite strong this year. Oh, he's been
1: brilliant this year. I've been I, I'm really impressed with him. And you're right. You're right about the market. I think because he said I was seeing, you know, with the very basic graphics that you know they'd certainly. The Programs, <laughs> <laughs> but they did point out very, very eloquently that there was there were five outfield players in the box mm. the cross mm. One of them was was Max Rodriguez. It's really underlined it what happened. you've been saying all season about and just and the bit. numbers that Neil's attacked with. Yeah, much but as, yeah. but it goes with that as well. I mean, you've got four defenders in the box from a, from across out wide should be pretty. Some of the best
2: defenders in the league as well. Yeah, so yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Exactly. Sure. exactly.
1: And uh, you know, still maxi gets in behind them. So it says a lot for. Uh, which is, I suppose, as much for Newell's and, and Maxi Rodriguez's movement as it does for, for yeah. defending. Yeah. Two of the
0: observations that I picked up from the match were, first of all, that all seven of Belis's, um, substitution substitutes were from the, the youth system, from, from the right. free loan, Campera. Right. Um, and the other was that, I hadn't realised this before, it's probably been going on all season, but Newell's fans for Lucas Bernardi, their midfielder, have got their very own hashtag for him, which is LB7.
2: <laughs> Got a homage to CR7 at Real Madrid. Well, the only thing to note from that Madrid. game is that um, Hensley was ridiculously good. Yeah, I was, he was
3: gonna
2: absolutely, say, absolutely. This, was this is how many levels down he's dropped since moving back from Europe. Yeah, <laughs> but he was he was gigantic. I mean, yeah. he really was. You know, Vela's a good well, side. I think he's
1: playing for in in you know where the stage he's at in his career. He's he's back in the middle of the defence, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. where Six he's exactly. comfortable. And I think he's yeah. always been better in the middle of defence As he has that yeah. left back because he's. Always, Never, been, never had pace anyway right but now he's obviously progressing in the years yeah. I think that suits him slightly and it's going to be interesting to see actually like we haven't got any football this week coming
3: at least locally but then the week after we've got Galassian uh, hosting yours. So it'll be interesting to see how Pansi deals like so I think with the Villa's attack what you've got is like not that much mobility you could probably say with Prato he's not the most mobile Ferreira who more or less is but he's more of like a forward. Like,
1: mm.
3: so to see Ansi come up against like these young Gaston kids we were talking about earlier, uh, Fieto, Centurion, and mm-hmm. also Camper up front, who moves very well. Like, It's definitely going to be, gonna be a, a very good test. But yeah,
1: yeah, it's going to be a match-up. Just, on, speak, the board, just yeah. on the innovative line, tactically, you mentioned, and, and Bernardi. Um, I noticed, I went to the Tigre news then, um, he's reading Steve Jobs' autobiography, autobiography sorry. Oh. He's How did you notice this? I oh, noticed. He was just he was doing interviews and he had the book in his hand. Oh, yeah? really? <laughs> yeah. oh, that's L- that's a long that. way back to Rosario, obviously it's yeah. bloody great, I haven't read it. There's a massive the number of
0: pages it is. Well, so, uh, a, a modern a modern footballer reading a book full stop well, is, is, Exactly, you know, that, that was enough. yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing that I've only really just I kind of half twigged it watching the game and it's only just come back to me from looking at the the uh, formation such as there's on Olay's on, on website. The matches that Gino Peruzzi was playing in midfield. We've already mentioned he was you know what? He was and excellent, he was he's probably one of the best not. players in the park. Yeah, no, most
2: of this season excellent. he's been
3: playing on the right in the field because Cubero's basically got the, the right position. This, this
2: demonstrates how many of Bellas games I've managed to miss yeah. so far. And also, season. that game was Cubero, he became the record mm. appearance holder at Bellas. It's quite right, yeah, yeah 485 yeah. or something with it just coming when I'm in But um, yeah. Peruzzi, Peruzzi was brilliant, it really yeah. was. and um, as I'm sure we'll discuss later He got his just as uh...
3: But I'm pretty yeah. sure that is going to want Borussia to drop
0: back To right back pretty soon Yeah of course That's what he
2: wants <laughs> <calls> him <laughs>
3: For that.
0: But yeah it's, it's not bad to have a player That can play those two roles Could we be discussing The next time I think <laughs> I
2: think <laughs> it's, well, pretty it's, pretty quite of, it's It's quite common with South American that they could, because so it's That's what, what I'm going to put An out, out left right, left right, left right winger so Is it It's not an out <laughs> Right winger It's a, like the right Of a, a diamond midfield at yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like um, Uruguay Alvaro, Alvaro Pereira Plays the left Of a, like a, a midfield Three or a yeah, diamond It's yeah. not They're not too removed Those roles, You've got to get up and down You've got to tackle You've got to do everything I
1: do just think We have to be a little bit Careful about it You know So I find He's got to call up It's brilliant uh, Canteros hmm. Victor Canteros had a brilliant game for in the, in yeah, the yeah. brazil Argentine game, uh, you know, last year. And, and where's he playing? He's playing in the second division in Spain now. So you know, young player doing very well. Well, you say that. I mean,
2: I think that's a decent. I think that was a decent move because. I don't think there's a bad thing Going to a big club Like Villarreal In the Spanish second division If it means you get Seasons of fights and Then move up In the same way exactly. I think like Campos with, Going to, know, Monaco, it's to Monaco but yeah. think, it's a step but yeah, I agree yeah, Canteros it's I say, Canteros only, improved, only impressed me In like one or two games Pelusi yeah. Whenever I've seen him Has been yeah. gold yeah. And is young And looks like He's got more to improve Than Canteros mm. but. Um,
0: Eagle-eared Listeners Bat-eared Listeners Perhaps um, we have already picked up that, that there are oh, well there are, there are four clubs Who we've not yet mentioned in terms of the results. Um, uh, two of them, perhaps better known uh, than the other two. I'm talking, of course, about Belgrano and Godoy Cruz. So now let's get on to their matches. Um, Belgrano's match was a 3-1 win, pretty much as everybody expected, I think. Yeah, against yeah, yeah. Uh, home to such a tiny, uh, insignificant club as Boca Juniors. Um, even when Santiago Silva put the her- put the visitors up three minutes into the match,
3: uh, there was no danger. They were always going to take the points.
0: This match, the upper were, were bright enough to uh, schedule this match at exactly the same time as as uh, Barcelona versus Real Madrid. So I'm assuming none of us have seen it. Seen ones.
3: Ones. I saw the floor. first <laughs> half. Well, 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 one
0: right, tell us about Belgrano Bocca, please, because I'm assuming I think the second half was the one to watch
3: because Boca collapsed in a big, big way after <laughs> after half time. They were one 0 up, up. No, it was one or half time. One at half time. Silver took the lead and then they got pulled back and then yeah. Well, I don't know because I couldn't watch the second half. But they just yeah went to shit. I think mean. there's no other way to say. Didn't help that Salah so got then sent off, putting another down ten men and yeah. Just I think that's what three games about winning for Boca two defeats and a draw. It um, wasn't it's it's crisis, right? It's pretty much crisis, yeah.
1: Considering they were in crisis Even when they won everything, yeah, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No I
3: mean,
1: It's, a, it's um, something cheap Because yeah, they win winning They're in crisis I mean it's just It's, it's constant at the moment At Boca and, you know There's lots of Just needless Yeah in and, and I think yeah, even, yeah,
3: Certainly the think the, process, the does not need <laughs> um, And I think From the Boca fans I've spoken to In the last few days like The guy they're really Really gunning for Is uh, Town Chavez And it seems to yeah.
2: be Mainly because He's not Rekemi And The he's, kid needs to go For his own career I mean, he yeah, it's right? toxic
1: he's 26 yeah he's not he's yeah, he's so young like, uh, people think he's young it's a number of his players who seems to like explode every sort of season but, then, but, but this is people. the whole thing that Bockevich is talked about so much and there are a number of journalists not just one very well known one who <laughs> said that, right. that Chavez is more is better than than Raquel Me and, and that when Raquel was at the club he should have been playing anyway they're just saying it just to, to wind everyone up and to yeah. get ready and to get be, be spoken about on Twitter and what have you. but it, that doesn't help the debate Man. About you know How box should be playing About which players Should be in or out Or whatever um, And yeah you're right Chavez I, is at the end Of all the criticism yeah.
2: He's very harsh on the player, Actually not just him Somoza's been getting a lot um, Maybe with reason I um, I quite liked him Last season but I think Unfortunately the vegetable Has now started playing Like a vegetable Yeah he has he, like, I have to get my And um, to get my I think <laughs> The only good yeah. thing About this Chavez Kind of situation Is that He's obviously not good enough He'll get this At some point and then The young lad like, Paredes Who I think Could be quite good Will get a chance And he's not You know The immediate Heir to Riquelme Because Chavez kind of, Already kind of Ruined that boat mm-hmm. And then Paredes gets More of a fresh start But For me I think I hope Fausti only goes And gets a job In Europe And does well There Because I think He's a good manager I think he's a good manager I just think that Bok is just a Toxic club to manage uh, I
0: saw you tweeting To Australian Dan Your list of Who, who you yeah, think
2: yeah. should Replace exactly. only with Versus who you think They would yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's classic Like it's what they I say it's just a Toxic club Dan has this thing uh, Which I kind of Agree with And I'm sure you do as well Every time there's a job That comes up It's always the same Stupid yeah. names That have failed At every other big club That get mentioned mm. You know Like Russo Failed with uh, uh failed with racing. Went to Estudiantes studianteurs straight afterwards, and he's you know he's done the barker thing. Although no, he, 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 he did, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. since so that, well, then, since since, yeah, I mean, since, I mean, since he's done nothing. Yeah, I mean
1: things won the always the
2: then. Yeah, but you got you know, Cru- win Cru- Champions League in Europe. Of course, yeah, but you got Crusoe Lombardi and people like that who yeah. just hop from job to job. Um, what's his name? Neri Pumpido got sat for a Horrendous reign of Godoy Cruz, nearly ruined like all the good work That had been done before him. Get, walks into a job two weeks later at um, Unión, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, again he's still losing every game. Although Baca's case, it has to be
0: said that it's. I mean, for the moment at least, the name most frequently mentioned is Guillermo Barros Lotto Yeah for the, the bocker job, perhaps yeah. not going to be the worst. You it's know, always. to come in in January. Let's say so if they if they can talk. But it does no,
1: it's, it's the same point the that it was making, which is that he's Skilod. He's, it's he's a club legend. He's no. a club legend. He's, yeah. yeah. he's one. one of the players with the most amount of titles in, it in club history. And so that so. He he's, he's not doing a bad job at Daniels,
2: but he's only just started like, with... he's, he's, well, he's, he's, he's managed a 10 games. Right. He's managed, like ten, he, games. Coach. He's managed <laughs> 10 games in his career. Like You might as well get fucking Palermo in. <coughs> you know, It's going to be the same but, sort well, of thing. I mentioned him the other day for, like, for a lot, because he, you know, they probably would mention him. there'd be people calling for him. they will go for all the same names over and over again. They're they should be looking at. Like um, Sampoli, or even someone like Zielinski at, at Belgrano, just anyone. I'd love them to go for Sampoli, just so that they get rejected and for
0: the life yeah. Well, yeah, he would. I, I would as well. For no other reason, for the benefit of, of new listeners Than need some massive, massive River yeah, um, fan. We'll, we'll, yeah, well,
1: we've discussed this as well. There's a lot of money involved in somebody taking somebody yeah. away from. Them. Level. So yeah. there's, there's that is already already an, an impediment Let alone He's already got He's got the perfect job You know Brilliant set up yeah. Oh of course
2: and, you know. and even if they were going to go for But yeah, I mean I don't know If a, a European club Would offer him a job it's Hopefully a Yeah Hopefully it it, yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean Yeah
1: absolutely.
2: The only thing yeah. I will say is that um, i say it deserves it But I don't know if it would come Just because it's what
0: what,
1: so, uh, so, it's, so, it's, a, it's a big leap
0: I, I, How many think, uh, could, could we see it maybe happening As happened with Uh well, with another manager who started in Chile maybe, because he's he is Chilean, uh, Mauricio Pellegrino, who yeah. Pellegrino, sorry, who who went to the river and then. I and think that's the step that's so probably, so yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. probably more likely that he's gonna move to Argentina or Brazil, one of the bigger. I,
3: I, I think, maybe
2: Brazil, maybe I think it's probably Brazil's probably Brazil's, Brazil, Brazil's far more likely right, right, in my yeah,
1: right, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, opinion. It goes back to the money thing. Yeah, yeah. He's
2: got a long contract at level. But similarly the if they're going to go for an ex-bokker player, if sorry, this all if only goes, if they go for an ex-bokker player, Arrua Barrena is probably the best shout for me at the moment because he did wonders at T-Ray last season. He's, you know, not doing great this season with half the cast missing from no, last we, year. We've said on there already this season, Joel's concerned that. Tigre, I'm going to find a better manager, and he's a very good manager. It's, it's not his his fault. And, you know, and he, he learned under Pellegrini, who is one of the kind of the best South American managers to adapt to Europe well, in the last ten years or so. Bianchi and
1: Pellegrini right? yes. you know,
2: so, what managers? To, what better managers to learn under? Um, you know, he was in that Villarreal team with, with Raquel May, so he knows how to play the South American style, but also kind of with the European, more how would I say, pragmatic kind of twist to it. I think he's a, I think he's a very clever manager. Definitely, definitely.
1: definitely.
2: Um,
0: moving on now From, from the I suppose we've Just covered Some of the Completely imaginary Fall out from <laughs> oh, and Also, oh, like, also Balgona
2: could have Won 4-5-1 Because after the Red card Bocca fell Even further to pieces mm-hmm. And Delgana Really should have Scored more Is mm. um, only anything oh, i say about it uh,
1: It's important to say What I mean, We said there's a bit Of a civil war Going on It's important to say What uh, Angelisi the, the, the president said oh, that shit, that yeah. The that players need to Play for the shirt A little bit more And if we're I mean, Brutally honest Two of the goals that Belgrano scored were just, I mean, you said they could have scored more. Two of them were dreadful. Pathetic, Pathetic. Just, just ridiculous. I mean, not you know, dreadful marking, letting players basically essentially walk past you. And that's um, a worry because yeah. where Boca have really been tight the last few years is yeah. exactly in the fence. They've shown nothing in the
3: tag Like the last few years. But we knew. It's been the fact that they've kept clean shades
2: and done that. We knew Scioli was going to, you know, age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was already 39 when they were in the title. And uh, they had to sell in they had to sell you know a couple of others. He was, he was... Well, they
1: brought in Borodizo.
2: Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no. but, yeah I mean, Skiabi is... I, I hate to
0: overuse the word literally, but Skiabi is literally not getting any younger, as it were. For um, <laughs> what well, well, i that, so far, it's lucky... Nima Sanchez has been
3: younger. None of us are getting younger. Well, no, no, so you put it that
0: way, way so. <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> Benjamin Button is getting younger. And, and on, <laughs> on that terrible joke, I will now move to... I think it's fair to say... Um, that none of us would necessarily have, have expected uh, River Plate to provide the most spectacular uh, performance of the weekend, or the most spectacular eye-catching win of the weekend. It's been a very long time since that happened in the Primera. Um, in fact, it's the first time that they've scored as many goals as they did in the Primera. In oh bloody hell, i will started that sentence, I can't finish it. Something like two and a half years. Um, they beat Godoy Cruz. And they didn't just beat Godoy Cruz. They beat Godoy Cruz <laughs> Black and Blue. Um, and left them sobbing and bleeding in the gutter if you wrote
3: Role you'd be getting
0: criticized <laughs> for inciting violence uh, oh, so yeah you're quite I right Unfortunately, yeah. uh, uh, I'm talking to an Anglophone audience who hopefully are, are less violently minded just too. drinking tea and going oh, yes no. <laughs> exactly um, Riverby Godot Cruz 5-0 um, was it Martino was Carlos, Carlos Sanchez I get the two ex-Godot Cruz midfielders mixed up um Scored, scored twice Leonardo uh, scored his second in a week which is fairly unusual for a sitting midfielder um, guys I'm going to turn this over now and, and let somebody a bit more neutral give their opinion on it
1: oh, I don't watch it no. <laughs> yeah no um, but I mean I think the main thing is that um, Riverton played that well mm. they didn't play like a 5-0 result would, mm. would uh, suggest Goliath Goliath very badly Aguirre's opener was. In the second half was just all over up. Well, Morris, Morris goal. just wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't have
2: existed in, in any other game. No uh, mistake by was, was dreadful. Oh yeah, the Morag- yeah. Trust me, the, the nice Morris was farcical. God,
0: I were two 0 down after after 11 minutes, um, and then yeah, we piled in another three uh, after half time So, Joel, sorry, yeah, you were saying about um, Morris goal before I cut a bit. It. Yeah, the first
1: the first goal is is just either being. Uh, the keeper at the near post. <laughs> um, so poor marking there. Um, you could blame him for Poncio's goal as well. Although Poncio said he'd been watching Ibanez oh, he really? seen that. Yeah, he, he said he was. I so thought when him. it
0: was on the TV, was it? It was quite a kind of blustery evening in Buenos Aires it's like a and 35
1: yard free kick from, from out wide so it's pretty tricky to score from there but Poncio said that he, he'd seen the comes out at very far for for set pieces so he was going for it it was um, a terrible mistake again as well but again yeah. big mistake and for the third for Moro's goal I mean it's just ridiculous it's Just um, a <laughs> mistake but I mean you it happens to all keepers but yeah. it was very, very Sanchez good. scored one beauty oh it's was
2: beautiful Nice goal really nice goal did he finish it right back? Pardon? Did he finish up playing right back? Or was that my no, yeah, mistake? Yeah, probably, really oh, yeah. probably. probably not. Probably not Worth talking no.
0: about. It was, it yeah, was another another match not in, not which,
2: uh, in which in which
0: Almeida did not name a single defender on but the you, bench.
1: But you know what? They've been talking about this, and it's and there is on the one hand it's lunacy because the previous two matches they would lost players to ma- massive injuries. No, that's so the throwing fire, but, yeah. uh, Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, but but there was you know, the point here is that um, Almeida is dedicated to like, playing attacking football and in a stadium where in a yeah, stadium, player, that like that, in a stadium where teams defense. always sit back no 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 sure. I'm, not, I'm not saying this I'm not saying I'll move this like a tactical genius because it, this is what he's doing but what they're arguing is that because teams sit back enormously against River Plate they need the options um, again like I said I think it's back five to the last I see yeah, well, that yeah. and it's a very valid
2: point yeah. there are seven substitutes it's a, No, it's a very valid point but I don't believe for a second that if he had the defenders in the squad that he'd do it it's just, no. that, it's just I mean, that He's left him woefully, woefully short at the back after, after this run In the last kind of Five matches now Of not doing it I'm almost surprised He's naming a goalkeeper On the bench still <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I personally wouldn't Name a would goalkeeper On the bench But that's just me Like Neil Warnock Never did a palace And would never come Come up short Yeah but is that Because you've got An outfield player Who's particularly good In goal oh, No just, he's never done, done it. It's, it's always, done. He's always yeah, done yeah, It for us so career He's To chuck on us yeah He's better than He's better than Ibanez in goal Precisely but I think he'd have a defender. On the, I, don't, I don't. I mean, you can make it out that he's some sort of attacking coach now. I don't think he's that great a manager tactically. But I think um, he would have more defenders on the bench, or he'd have at least one defender on the bench if he could. It's just that he just left himself so short on options. I don't know whose fault that was. I don't know if it was. This and Casper so or He's the, the one who's sanctioned or banned going to Tigran. Yeah, I know you might mention that maybe 20, 30 times <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> But I agree, fair no, fair I agree, fair. I agree
3: that they are I don't know how the line move of an obscure fullback, gets on the podcast Because he <laughs> wasn't that obscure,
0: he was one of Tigre's best players right. in the season In which they were amazing, and then came back And Almeida went, no you can go back to Tigre, we don't want you And he wasn't alone, I think he's now been transferred permanently to Tigre And then the very he next day he turns around and goes Well why haven't I got any fullbacks, backs Passarello, why have you not
1: bought me
2: out? Oh, the, the tag of the
1: Do you think that Almeida knock's on the door and says no. Why well, haven't I have not got these players? No Do you really but Do he started you started see, that, do see that happening?
0: He started complaining Very vocally oh, no. Right after Orban oh, went back to Tigray. He started complaining That he didn't have Any fullbacks in the squad He's just bought Mercado But the fact that he's not got yeah. a left back Is his own fault Tag of yeah, the They do have left
1: backs They've got Rojas Who can play there They've got um, Diego Martinez Who's a youth team player But played in the cup last oh. year I suppose he's not very really good Molle, Rame, No, I mean, Martinez probably isn't, you know, good enough. world class But, 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 but I mean, yeah. Rokas should play
0: there I mean, Fulhamori doesn't start the season as a callback No, pullback. He's, no, a no not, he's not, he's not, of course, but They've got players who they can stick in that position on the pitch to start the match, yeah doesn't make it well, no, I, I thought,
1: thought Rojas was being brought in as left back and he all Or play three playing. at the back and put him on the left Yeah, exactly. Was, yeah, exactly, kind of a wing back. But um, but no, he can play playing further forward. Um, I think he should be playing more by the way. I think he's good I think yeah. He's oh,
0: good four. Like, Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't dispute that. Especially now that we've lost Mercados kind of attacking oomph down the down the right hand side from from that kind of right slash what right. I think right if, if you play three at the back, Sanchez
2: on the right. And Rojas
1: right, the mm-hmm. left I, th- I really thought Looking at the squad At the beginning of the season I thought they were Going to be playing For this Because they've got Definitely. Five yeah, they got good centre-backs Five yeah, yeah, yeah. good yeah, centre-backs yeah. I mean they've got Three Sorry Two under-20 centre-backs yeah. Gonzalo Pires And De Funes Mori uh, Ramirez yeah, no, Not bad his brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah And they've got Milan And they've got They've brought in Bottinelli yeah. So yeah. You say better than his brother <laughs> But
0: Rojas Rock- <laughs> Funes Mori Now either yes. Either scored Or set up uh, by the end of the match, By the end of the match I think it's nine River goals More, this season
1: His most assists this season Exactly
0: um, Getting And, in. and, and Get River
1: in Why do you the number nine this show. Is something,
0: this is something I genuinely didn't expect To be saying um, After ten matches Of the Torneo initial, River are the, the highest scoring team In the Primera uh, By a mile as well they're, They've scored 19 See, yeah, racing San team might Colón, be Colón about. and Racing yeah. Are a joint second And they've scored 15 So they Racing are difference right uh, Racing have, yeah they must have, yeah. Racing have got a goal-difference of ten. Um, Rimmer Riemann have got a goal-difference of eight, nine, they're not... Unless might have only conceded,
3: five goals in ten games, it's yeah. pretty,
0: pretty decent. Considering that's as well that Saka was away for like, three <laughs> or four games. Yeah. yeah. Um so we've now reached the point where, uh, having talked about Falcioni's future at uh, Boca, um sorry, do you just mind swinging that door closed? No! Kids are going crazy. Um, we've now reached the point where having discussed Falcioli's future at Boca where we were of course discussing Almeida's future at River what now seems like a lifetime ago in fact it was mm. two, three weeks ago um, where Matias Almeida can, can say I want to arrive at the Super Classico in a better league position than Boca and nobody bursts out laughing um, River are only two points behind Boca and the Super Classico is the so next, but one round of matches. Yeah. Um, there are no mm-hmm. matches this weekend. We're going on to exactly why in just a few short minutes. Um, so, the, the the next round is going to be in a week and a half, and then the, the next round after that is Super Classico weekend. If Boca fail to win again and River win again in round 11, River will go into the Super Classico above them in the, in the league table. You know what they say
1: Classico is four more out all the run. Yeah, four yes. the No,
2: absolutely. I'm but also, that I forget worry. Super Classico. The biggest game is probably next weekend mm-hmm. New Newell's Racing. At Racing, yeah. oh, You know, top two playing an each other. Epic game, potential title decided. Mm. Uh, nah, not, really. not a bit early, but yeah. I'm not going
0: to talk about that. Racing, I'm not going to talk about
1: I really much I'd brought more than like yeah. reality. But it's, reality is, yeah. is that yeah. Racing are, are contenders, definitely. Either way, well,
2: I'm not going to say it. Well, well. yeah, that's, that's a massive. <laughs> You've got that next week. Anyway. Racing, Bocker uh, the week after,
0: epic. What I was going to say was that in the absence of. Um of any discussion about Matias Almeida and his future at River this week the, the biggest story involving River has without a shadow of a doubt been the uh, flag yeah.
1: um,
0: John tell us a little bit about the flag because you were you, you were, were there right?
1: yeah I did go I went, I went I mean, to have
0: a there look there covers about one third of Buenos Aires City
1: I, I walked the whole the whole 6k, wow. 6.5k. That it, it's the, 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 the wow. distance. The the uh, 7. The, 7. the flag actually uh, measures. I think it's 6.4, because okay. that's what they were first of all going for? It could be. Um, i but... Well, they end up getting 8.0. Uh, at some point, they end, up, they end up getting. That's the flag's length. Okay. Um, the uh, was, group of supporters um, have started been collecting material from fans for quite some time now. Um, the aim was to. to to put together and they have him literally sewing with a, with a sewing machine that is painted red and white. Of course. Seen it. It's a very nice little machine. And, um, and the idea is they wanted to join up the old ground which is uh, you know, sort of Recoleta um, which they where they were in the 30s yeah. and then they moved up to um, it's actually Belgrano. Everyone says Núñez it's actually in Belgrano but that's just, you know. Pedantic uh, you know, fact that no one, no one <laughs> has, So, from Devin Cortland has the lake, course, the like, mm, north, yes, but it's actually in Belgrade, yeah. but anyway, um, to in the Monumental, which is obviously they moved there in 1938 like like and where they've been ever since. So, the idea was to join the two uh, grounds with this massive flag. Um, and it was quite a sight, it was a really great day out uh, I mean, I've seen quotes of the number of people there between sort of 40,000 and 150 uh, I think it's about, I'd say 90 is probably about right deal, of a Along, of people the, people along the whole route is that right? Yeah, yeah, it was incredible, so and, many people And they opened up the stadium too They opened up the stadium, right? so when the, the, when, when the flag four, arrived yeah. they, had a, they had a match between the under-20s and the reserve team um, The stadium was absolutely packed uh, Family day out, hardly any coppers I didn't see any trouble at all. I mean, it was a really, it was a really good, good atmosphere, and everyone was like singing about River. Obviously, loads of anti-Bokke uh, chants and. No, so it, yeah. it doesn't yeah. stop
0: for racism, or did it? Oh, no, to, those, those, those went oh, um, <laughs> And,
1: <laughs> and, and so it, was it was a good day out, you know. Was a bit, but it's, there is this whole thing, you know, I mean, cutting off the whole half the city to, <laughs> to stretch this flag it's up. Straight, It was, really was. They just can. It was but, the
2: equivalent of a <laughs> bank holiday, wasn't it? It was. Back it was. Day, idea. Idea. Yeah. But I guess
1: the main thing here. ...is that they said it was the world's largest flag... Well, longest... ...world's longest
0: football flag... flag, ...and not only that, but they also said
1: that it was the Guinness-approved record...
0: ...and this has been in the press in Argentina... Um, ...it's been everywhere... ...I at home have got, on on my my TV at home, I have um, BBC World News... ...which I stuck on for the afternoon because I was not feeling very well... Um, ...and so I put it on just to get a bit of English language stuff... ...I couldn't be bothered with Spanish for the day... Um, and, and they reported it as well as, you know, this is going to be in the Guinness Book of Records. Um, now, as, as long-term Hand of Pod listeners will be aware, the Guinness Book of Records, uh, which I think is now called Guinness World Records, so apologies for using the old name, the uh, Guinness, Guinness World Records man in South America doubles up uh, in his spare time as Hand of Pod's man in Paraguay. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Ralph Hanna, and he has confirmed to, to us via Facebook that he's not been contacted about it. That nobody from Guinness World Records has been contacted about it, which means that they're not going to be in the Guinness it's Book of not Records 2013. Um, why on earth they've been reporting that they have? Who knows? Because well, it's I not can see exactly book. why they're reporting that it is. Well, yeah, it's sure, but why are they right. going to report it when it's not in why fact? They I suppose they're actually. I suppose they're relying on nobody in Argentina bothering to buy it,
1: which is a fair a fair bet, really. Yeah, um, if but I yeah. have no idea. No, I they do have a. There is a and they, on the. Sunday or Saturday in, inside the stadium they had a notary there who, who approved the, the, the length so I mean that's kind of official but so I think probably, the problem, well it has been, but I think the problem is that, and this is what Ralph told me a while ago when they started doing this, I asked him, are they in touch with you about this? He said, well no, they haven't been in touch, and that's the problem, they haven't been doing it they haven't followed the necessary steps to then get the final yeah. thing approved. So exactly. they can't do it even if it's, even though they've got the notary who approves it and says yeah. this is, this is, well, <clears throat> the other thing I would say is that um, during, as they were uh, carrying the, ban- uh, the flag through, uh, through the city, it broke into several pieces. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it re- was, the first bit was really long, like a good couple of kilometres, and then they had kind of a, a few sort of sections kind of be carried along. I mean, obviously, it's pretty tricky to
0: carry an eight-kilometre-long flag. Yeah, I have to say as well, though, that there was something very similar happening uh, sometime last year. My girlfriend and I were taking a walk around the the Obelisco, this enormous phallic structure um, that represents Argentina's manhood in the centre of the city. Um, and they had an event going on in, in front of that which was the longest or the, the most number of ma- magicians performing consecutively on one stage or the longest ever magic show or something like this um, on a stage and they'd set up. They'd blocked off one of the, the arteries of Avenida Corrientes especially for it. Um, and the whole thing was set up for the Guinness Book of Records to you know to recognise this as a world record. And I was just wandering around and thinking, I wonder why Ralph's not here for this. Because he'd been in Buenos Aires about two days previously I'd been completely unaware I'd I kind of wandered past it and thought oh, this isn't I wonder whether Ralph's here so we hung around for a bit to see whether he was anywhere kind of backstage saw a couple of blokes with clipboards noting things down Ralph wasn't among them spoke to him a couple of days later never heard of it not going to be in the Guinness
2: Book of Records.
0: So it's kind of, I'm just going kind to of wonder when there are a couple of Argentines who are chancing their arm and just telling people, yeah, I work for Guinness, just give me a load of free stuff and I'll suit you in the record book. But nice. well, the real question yeah. is,
2: why aren't you not doing this yourself? What, you know you can easily just masquerade as one of these Guinness chaps I, I don't think Ralph would allow us to
0: we couldn't we couldn't drag Hand Pod's name into the gutter by the whole thing unofficially <laughs> no.
3: not the officially world record not it took you so a while to actually go out with that answer right? Sam to be honest well
1: yeah.
0: not that I would consider it but I think on reflection uh, I couldn't possibly do it Um, We shall play some music now Great, we've been recording for an hour Um, We'll play some music now And we will come back and we will talk about this weekend's football Which is not the league, as we've already hinted at But the World Cup qualifiers So, don't go anywhere got a couple of matches coming up this uh, Friday and next Tuesday Tuesday, Tuesday isn't it um, as a result of which I guess we'll be recording on Wednesday again next week in fact um, the first is against Uruguay at home in Mendoza to make it as awkward as possible for the Uruguayan fans to travel and us to go to the game the second pardon? and us to go to the game as well yes uh, of course uh, the second, uh, also potentially, to make it easier for Argentina to get to their next match because the second match yeah, is in Santiago, so they're going to get on a plane from Mendoza and it's just hot hard, do that. Just hop. Um, what's going to happen? Y- Uruguay, the Argentina, Uruguay, the-, the oldest rivalry in the footballing world outside the British Isles, um, uh, very fiercely fought. I think Uruguay have a overall lead in the head to head. Don't they? Very oh, narrow. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I believe.
3: I think that Argentina have got to start as favourites. Looking at the recent form of the two, I think Argentina then wow anyone in the last two games against Paraguay and Peru. But Uruguay, they haven't since winning the Copa America. They've done very little to you kind know, of to excite people, and it seems yeah, I'd say it's three points. Argentina have got to win.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. I think <laughs> no, no two rips not as really like two. I mean, with no Brazil, these are the two biggest games. I mean, apart from Colombia's resurgence, these are the two biggest games that you've got: Chile and Uruguay. Uruguay not themselves in the kind of to an extent. Um, Chile not the same as they were under Bielsa, but still, you know, Argentina aren't perfect. So I think they're going to go a long way to defining who finishes top, second, third. Um, I think all three Are going to be All three teams Barring a disaster Are going to be At yeah. Brazil 2014 And you know There will be dark horses At Brazil 2014 Because it's in South America And You know They're all going to have Players coming through And they've already got Each of them have got Strong players in the squad But um, I think Argentina will take Four points from the two You know when you say we'll take, is that your prediction, or you think? Uh, yeah, I'd we'll we'll be, we'll be happy. with would um, be happy with with four points in the two, and I think I'd probably get at least four from the two. Um, I think it all depends
3: as well, as well especially so. with Chile. Like, it all depends what Chile team turns up. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I've seen them in this qualifying campaign, and you'd be like. Wow
0: Yeah, It's it's going to be The the second round Of matches The the Chile game Is going to be The the return of Argentina's very first match And Savannah's first match In charge Which of course Was a 4-1 win In the Monumento um, Which nobody Was it the first Like official game In charge The the first first, first, Match in charge Um so yeah, from that point of view That's, that's going to be very interesting To see whether But there's like, a lot of the Chile ch- There's a lot of discord great. In the Chilean camp no. yeah, yeah, yeah There's, man, there's man, a lot, man, there's man, a lot man, of issues Yeah, yeah.
1: And then, With Borgy uh, Borgy not even On the bench right He's got quite a Four long, game yeah, March. long suspension but He got reduced by one game But he's not back until March
2: idea. Four. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, the last game He was, uh, you know Insulted the officials And, and stuff like that I imagine it must have been Pretty strong to get Five games Reduced to four You know, it must have been Some fairly Trite words, But um yeah, there's supposedly Discord in the in the Chilean camp Obviously those players suspended A while back But I think a lot more Of it comes from that it, You know, there's a lot of questions About him talking to players And, you know His players are having To stick up for him um, Fidal came out And said some things In favour of him uh, Matty Fernandez came out And said something mm-hmm. Fernandez is probably Going to be captain Of the as well um, Yeah, he must Yeah, been, he's yeah. captain Once in a friendly before But mm-hmm. Fernandez is going To be the captain It's like 3-4-1-2 Decent enough side, but um, there's some big names missing still that they've fallen out with. And in terms of this
0: Friday's match, because Uruguay have really not had a very good run um, in the last well, the last double-header, Dan, remind us what happened, they got completely assed by Colombia. got whip-assed,
3: I can put it better myself, 4-0 uh, away to Colombia, and then they came back, went one behind against Uruguay, uh, against Ecuador. <laughs> Um, and managed to salvage it and finish one over. I think that was at home, right? It was. That, was exactly that was a very poor. Yeah. Very poor result. You know? yeah. Probably even worse than. The Colombia result I think possibly The scoreline I, was bad But the result understandable In Baranquilla The heat and
0: everything I might be talking out of my arse here But I think that might have been The first point that Ecuador Have had in Montevideo In World Cup qualifying yeah, It was yeah they will knocked out Every single game ever yeah, In I the centenario Ecuador are doing Fantastically so far In this, in this qualifying tournament. Absolutely um, But year why I Have not suddenly become A bad side overnight right? We're, we're talking about The the champions of South America They've got one of the yeah. best If not the best managers In international football yeah. In Oscar Washington Tavares mm-hmm.
3: Um. I think probably <laughs> where, they've, where they've struggled is uh, Uruguay tend to, to get their players From a, a much smaller pool of, pl- pool of talent Than Argentina obviously that but from when you have the a country, smaller but population, population, stuff, population yeah. I think I used this statistic before On World Football Daily After reading it from Tim Vickery But in the whole tournament so far I think Argentina used 35 players in qualifying And Uruguay have only used 18 same so size wow. Scotland,
2: doesn't it? Yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, s- yeah.
0: smaller than Scotland. Scotland's about 5 million people, and Uruguay's 3, so yeah. yeah. You're talking about a, a country that is about the size of Glasgow, yeah. basically. For any of our Scottish listeners, don't know how many of you are, because <laughs> SoundCloud starts counting all as UK. So. <laughs> Even when you don't want to do. um, Which I think is I, an
3: incredible statistic. 18 players in, what, seven games are played Why well. You think that's the starting lineup plus subs. Yeah. Yeah. More. yeah. 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 But, and then I think you saw. Definitely against Colombia, they were again. They were without Luis Suarez, which is absolutely key for him. And this time around they're going to be out, Be without Diego Perez, Russo, who's like an absolute talisman from in midfield. You know, a real destroyer along with Barilo. And yeah, I think they don't have a massive pool of talent to draw from, unlike Argentina and like you probably say even Colombia and like Brazil. And it's difficult, you know, if they got, you know. Their first 11 reads absolutely from memory. But once there's a few holes in it, that's when. And starts to go Sorry,
0: John
1: No, I was just wondering if that is part of the problem. Essentially, here, Tavares has a decision he has to make after winning the Cop America brilliantly, which they've done, mm. and taking to what, third in the FIFA rankings, which are kind of irrelevant, but I mean, they are based on. on, 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 or, on the Cup as well? yeah, yeah, exactly. And they. Um, and and that's specifically I'd say for land and Lugan and we were talking about this a little bit earlier just, just in the break, but I mean it is a big decision. Do you carry on with these players who are probably not gonna make the yeah. World Cup but who have done so much for Europe the so much, years, yeah. But I mean, are they not are they gonna be there in four years time? Or well to, less and less now but but for this year final year. And and also is that having won such an important competition, although it doesn't maybe get the uh, you know and have the, the, the Worldwide sort of repercussion that maybe deserves But nonetheless, winning the Cop America's big tournament um, Having won something like that There's inevitably the drop-off And there's less tension mm-hmm. There's less maybe focus So like I said, Lugano is the captain yeah. Of course he's going to be kept on But, but he's not at PSG He's not exactly. playing regular football like, And he's not going to be playing the World
3: Cup And there's options no. You know, I think we're talking in the break You've got uh, Sebastian Cuates, Who's very highly rated I know by Tavares And and you're Liverpool, uh, but he's not. I mean, you Alex just said.
0: Sorry, Danny. You just said Lugano's not playing at PSG. Quattos isn't playing that much. No, not. No,
3: but this More is, than we're think, talking about a 20-yard
0: shot. He's not exactly yeah. a uh, first-choice starter. Which, when you consider he's in a club with no, James he's not. A, yeah.
2: right, he's, he's, third, he's, no, he's ahead of Carragher in the pack you know. yeah. Carragher doesn't start. Glad to hear it now. But I mean, he's a central centre-back after Agar and Skirtle And Liverpool play a lot of games. They've got European games. He's probably started five or six games already. Yeah. And the point is that he is going to be there.
1: In the World Cup.
2: And he's, in, so he's, he's looking I'm better actually, as well In, in the second what He's going to be like in Certainly in two years time Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. Looking, he's looking a lot better as well A lot more comfortable Than he was before um, I think what The thing that Dan was saying Which was interesting Is about You know You can pretty much Say the XI from memory yeah. The problem they've got um, is, is The kind of For me The basis of, amongst, Upon which Their success has been built It's that midfield They've you know, had Arribado Rios And Perez in there And then kind of Everyone build around that And Perez is missing Um this week, I think he got uh, injured with Bologna. Yeah, he got. In- he's injured. Yeah. And um, you know, he's out. So who steps into that gap? Because they don't have a player, a similar player to step into that. No, it
3: sounds That's
2: like Alvaro like Gonzalez is going to. Yeah, they e- cool, but he's a different player. I like, Attacking a little um, bit more lightweight. They don't want Both of them are more kind of passing through. The thing about Perez is he just, just kicks the shit out of you all game, but in a way that doesn't get yeah. whistled. And you know, him and Dorado uh, Ar- 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 Rios just bite away, bite away and they're hard to play against and you know Gagre might not necessarily enjoy that Di Maria certainly wouldn't enjoy that <laughs> but with uh, just Arroyo Real on his own I think it's going to be a lot of work to do for him you think um, Di
0: Maria playing against Pepe and, and training for Madrid
2: he would get used to it but. <laughs> well yeah, well, yeah but, I mean that's a uh, that's something different <laughs> I, um, I think um, it's only Logano. I think won't because uh, I think Fulham could be in the squad for the next World Cup just as because they haven't got a huge pool of players as we discussed before and I think, when it comes to naming a 23, they haven't got a huge amount of striking options. How old is he going
1: to be? must be, how now? What, 33 now? 34.
2: If he's still playing in Brazil or Uruguay, yeah. I think he could still go because, as we saw in the Olympics, there's not a huge amount of striking options. You've got Adam Hernandez, who's playing for Palermo, not scoring loads of goals, but a talented boy. Behind that, there aren't too many Uruguayans. Who are really Knocking on the door well, It's Gaston Ramirez Gaston Ramirez But as a midfielder Really I think forland Could be in the 23 Lugano I think it's time to Maybe start thinking about Leaving him aside Sure um, Well leave the Uruguay Talk now um, I've got to apologise To a couple of people But I'm going to
0: recommend that podcast anyway I was post to talk to them about one of them coming on this week um, and, and guesting to say all of the stuff that we've just said but in a much more educated manner and probably, probably up on me- a on, on the state um, but there is a very good new uh, Uruguayan football podcast in English called La Celeste Podcast um, I recommend that you google them because I can't remember the, uh, the address for their, their uh, website exactly but Google them, start following them on Twitter um, and get onto them and they will be able to give you far more in terms of Uruguayan football news. Uh, and uh, Also, I, I think at least their episodes are nowhere near as long as ours, so you should be able to they listen to those be sure before. Uh, this the other one. Um, right, before we leave these World Cup qualifiers completely behind, gents, uh, as you've already suggested, uh, four points, but let's say um, some quick predictions from predictions from each of us. Um, as to what the results Are going Not score lines, but just say Win lose draw Against first of all Uruguay And secondly Chile um, Ed you're the one of the Two
2: betting experts On this On, on our panel Probably yeah. more so than I am Well I don't I know I, don't yeah. like I mean I still need to Write the previews And stuff tomorrow But I think Either win draw In that order Or win win I can't see him losing either At mm-hmm. the moment um, you never know, you might get, you know, Amadizia from Paraguay's referee or something like that and the whole thing goes. Yeah, but um they'll beat Uruguay, I think. And um In Santiago, yeah. Like Chile Chile could get a point, but otherwise I can't see them even. um Argentina losing Okay. English done. I'm gonna say Argentina are
3: gonna take all six points from the games. Mm-hmm. English job. I'm gonna say four points, draw and win.
0: Okay. I'm gonna side with English done I think they're gonna win both games. Um, they can't possibly be as bad as they were against Peru again, yeah. surely, especially so, so soon afterwards. They, they won't allow themselves to be. Um, there was something else as well, was there not, that we, no, that we needed to cover? Or is this it? Any questions? There are no. Well, of th- course, the questions, that's what I was thinking of, because there are no predictions this week, because no. there's no domestic football. Um, so, I'll play a bit of music now just to fill in an extra 25 seconds, and dear listeners, we will get to your questions. Further ado, um, the first one that I'll cover is one from Joaquin who wrote in via the comment section on Astagos siempre um, on my blog. Um, just to remind you what I said last week, you feel free to ask questions by email or by the comments on, on my site or whatever. It's so kind of a more
3: cerebral, like. De- tackle
0: it. Well this this yeah. one this one I like actually. It's, it's a really good one. He says um, we all know what great players Fernando Redondo, Diego Simeone and Martin Palermo were. point yeah. um, <laughs> or whatever. He was in so well, he was <laughs> so well yeah.
3: He yeah, was, hey, yeah.
0: Anyway, all three of their sons um, seem to have a bit of talent as well. Uh, Giovanni Simeone Riudan. Ridwan, Ridwan right, yeah. Palermo Ridwan, yeah. and Fernando Redondo Jr. Um, are all playing in the youth ranks with club teams in Argentina. Which of them do you believe has the most promise? And are there any other kids of
2: former players who are coming through at the moment? Well, the Australian Daniel, I mean, he saw them. He went off that thing, then he saw them playing. I think he saw Simeone He yeah, saw He Simeone. saw is massively rated, yeah. to the extent he's been given. He's
1: got 15 million buyout clause. His contract. Yes. Pesos, dollars, euros. Zimbabweans, euros. Well, okay. the same same as quite a few of the other lads. Um, they gave four or five of the youth teams at River massive contracts. So um, Simeone is massively great. I haven't seen Palermo, but I know Junior is, but I've heard he's scoring loads of goals at Estudiantes. And I would add another one to this, but it's not a son, rather, brother. Raquel Mousse. Sebastian. He's scored,
2: scored a goal actually yeah. the other day. Who's yeah. playing for? I've been on
0: the side, right? The, the Septima, I think. Could be. I'm not yeah. sure which one he is. Also,
3: also, apparently, uh, Sergio Agüero's brother, I think, Mauricio Del Castillo, is a great, very highly rated. Well, right. that's, that's a, a great line for him. It was
1: yes. he was. Uh, there was a tug of war over him. Yes, there was before yeah. the yeah. independence elections. It's so his dad, I think. Who's not Agüero's dad,
3: I believe. Up, different. That, yeah. 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 He wanted to take him out of Independiente because he was saying there was some breach of contract or something or other. Well he was he was on the list,
1: he was on the, the board of, of the opponents to the right. and it went to the extent where yeah, Corn Agüero called his dad and said yeah. just let him yeah, just let him say it independiente. Which I thought was but, great because the whole reason behind this more than a family thing is Agüero wants Independiente to get the money for yeah. when he gets signed. Which mm-hmm. I think is a yeah. great great gesture by I know Yeah that, well. I know Duke
3: Castillo Was one of the guys Who was called up For training For the Argentina Under 20s Along with I think Simeone mm-hmm. Pederno mm-hmm. Has others.
0: anybody Seen any Redondo Junior Apparently He's now in The Tigre Primera
3: sideline. Their first name, but I don't think he's played yet. No. but he's I've rated. Heard, yeah, and I've, heard he's
1: really, I've heard people saying he's, oh, he looks better than his dad. Yeah. I mean, you just never know with these things. And and plus at that age, you can have a great game, yeah. and it was like, you know, look how good his dad was. This guy's going to be better. The primes
2: prob- prob- have been kind of over the top. So it's, yeah, it's tough to. decent jeans though. Yeah, yeah.
1: decent jeans. Apparently, I mean. he's more of a number ten than mm, number five. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, that's what they say. This this is reminding me of the other big kind of non-story of the certainly the early part of the weekend when uh, some wag on uh, wag in the traditional sense, rather than in the wives and girlfriends sense, on Twitter uh, posted that Lionel Messi's girlfriend had given birth, according to. Barca TV Well in fact Barca TV It said nothing of the sort um, I think the kid would have been About two months Probably Yeah, career yeah, career
3: yeah
2: it's A bit, list, a bit oh,
3: soon So Yeah But he's so. got a name Finally, it's
2: going to be called Thiago I thought you were going to say the. Um, it was in the papers All about Raquel May Was spotted Because he went to watch Sebastián Raquel May yeah, that, well, Play a fair The difference is That actually happened Scored at so. Golasa Yeah that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Is Raquel May's brother As slow as Raquel May Do we know I had not <laughs> seen Well you, it you
3: couldn't, a it couldn't be Unless he's running back Yeah he's slow.
2: I assure you. Where does he play? Is he, is he an upper ten as well? Yeah, just have assume so. We'll just assume so. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely go check the
0: Another example of the, the brilliance <coughs> that you get from Hand of Pods in depth. Um, <laughs> i these, these questions are not, Sorry, two, sure, five we, seconds later. So. <laughs> we've got more questions, haven't we? I completely forgot. Um, Right, next up Wes Thompson asks Can we see Brazilian teams Dominating the Libertadores For years at the expense Of Argentine teams Because of the big Financial disparity Between the leagues like,
3: Not necessarily I No, I mean Boca Boca drive Corinthians Very, very close I mm-hmm. think No, there's always Going to be
0: Argentine teams There or thereabouts particularly And particularly With the way That Vélez Are very Sense of Sensibly mm. I can see if, if Niels, Assuming Newell's Qualify for it I can see Newell's If Martino stays He was saying,
3: there's,
2: yeah. there's doubts today Over whether he's going to Well Newell's Will definitely qualify Surely In the calendar table The top of the calendar table sure. yeah, yeah, yeah Of course Sorry are Pretty much in I'm But sure. is if Martino, I mean, it's if Martino Stays The thing The problem about Brazilian teams I mean The thing that everyone Forgets is Like you know If you have to go to Quito and play Over two legs in Quito You can easily see Some knocked out It's not like yeah. Getting knocked out By Argentine well, teams yeah, no. It's the Brazilian teams Getting knocked out Like Deportivo Quito Or you know yeah, but well, also
1: the year, uh, two years ago when Santos won it in the quarterfinals, there were five Brazilian clubs in the quarterfinals, and everyone was like, "Oh, yeah. oh this is ridiculous. ridiculous. Brazil's yeah. dominating the competition. No one else can get it. Uh, looking." four of the teams Brazilian sides dropped out. Yeah. Yeah. Santos went on to win it, so that's fair enough. Oh, yeah, it was but a but the on the same it, yeah, night, massaging four massaging. teams were done I don't remember Crusader had done the best the group stage in the Luz Dores, they dropped out and yeah, yeah you're right, there are a
2: number. So And last year it was more even, wasn't it? Last year yeah, there were like two yeah. Paraguayan sides in the Ecuadorian side that's Chimane, it. At, teams, at the beginning of the
1: tournament Let's be honest Everyone fears The Brazilian side Oh yeah In the Greek stage so The same quality and talent
0: of this, The talent There's their headshots yeah. above. above so, Absolutely um. uh, Joseph Sexton um, Asks Do AFA He's got two questions The first is Do AFA <coughs> ever go all Brazilian And schedule Proper internationals I.e. not The Z team Versus Brazil On non-FIFA dates The answer to that one I think You say proper
3: internationals But Brazil this week Are playing against Iraq Like
0: no, on non
2: FIFA days you're saying. Brazil's first game is Yeah, They played they're Jamaica, they played yeah. Uh, yeah. the one the, the, the non game in Chaco was a non FIFA day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: That a is international. None of these are full internationals though really. I mean the same as the Nigeria game was mm. whatever yeah. Argentina C. Well something. I think they're sanctioned by FIFA, they can as a cap, Like. Yeah. yeah. Um, he also asks non football related I've just discovered Jorge Lanata. Is, and John I'm going to direct this one to you is, is periodismo para todos A reference to football para todos Joe You're yeah, a big... political person In Hunter Pot So oh, explain it to us
1: This is very simple Jorge Lanata Is a massive uh, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: going to say Ben but... I mean uh, Is a massive Keep Ben's version in And Edit out what that is
1: So <laughs> uh, yeah, in, in In the Argentine journalism World of journalism He founded Pachina Which is one of the most important left leaning newspapers, mass you know, nationals, um at the moment. It it's a take it's a lift off of a uh, take off of full uh, Four and and it's gone even further than that because on S C 8 C- D- six seven eight, which is kind of the government, you know, pro government um politics um debate, if you like, um, which is on every night, his uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> John is now convulsing with laughter and his pe- face has gone red, but we'll try and No, just... but...
1: um <laughs> basically he started this uh, Stacey Diotra had this club that went on there, like, Where viewers were just sending the photos Of everyone like thumbs up And smiling and family and everything And Lenata basically is part of it Is kind of trying to lead the opposition So they've set up this fuck you Which is everybody giving the middle finger to the to the photos And uh, he was in Venezuela this week And he's kicked up a bus Out of 12,000 accredited journalists He was the only one that anything happened to Read into it what you will. Um, but yes, it is a lift off of football of, of paratodos. Yes. Yeah. And, and also a lot of
0: other government um, policies which are something paratodos yeah. as well. They, fruit is uh, fruitile are paratolos, in there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was I guess a long so. time yeah, Milanesa Paratodos. Maybe a couple of years Discuss. before you came in. Which was yeah, something else.
1: But but sorry, on this, Lanata came back from Venezuela and there'd been t- stopped, searched. He says they had material stolen, although his producer uh, said to a Venezuelan radio station that they hadn't had anything stolen. Mm, But he said, this is what happened with the 30,000. So basically he was saying that being stopped uh, by security guards in Venezuela was the same as people being thrown out out planes in the 70s by the dictatorship. A little bit over the top, but, but anyway, there you have it.
0: Little bit is, is being generous to him, I would say. Um, David Edensor asks: uh, We're getting back to football now, thankfully. How has the news that King David may not fulfil his contract and leave in December been received by the River fans?
2: That is fulfilling his contract. It runs out in. Oh no! no. Oh. no it's two it it, and yeah. a half years. It was two and a half years. Yeah. Um, Don't know. So, well, let's ask the River
0: fans. Yeah. Well, I've been a bit out of the loop in the last two days, actually. So I was going to ask Joel, who lives close to the stadium, at least. <laughs> <Are> <laughs> <they're> <laughs> any? No, no, no. And also, he was at this flag thing <laughs> yeah. with several thousand River fans. Yeah, uh,
1: no, that was, one's. Um, what was it they were saying? Uh, I've heard, I've seen people on Twitter sort of saying, "Hang on, there are French schools in in Argentina. Can't he bring his kids over?" The, the point is, he's just split up with his wife. Mm. He's got two kids who have been brought up in in, in France, so he's he's missing them. But the um, situation in reverse with Carlos is like, yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, absolutely, master. yeah, yeah. only for cock. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's yeah, he's doing it in a very different way to, yeah. <laughs> to pick up a fuss, which a you know, um, massive disappointment if he does go in December mm. for River and for the for the national game because he's he's a gent, he speaks. Well, he's very honest. He, he cuts through a lot of the rubbish that yeah. journalists kind of throw at him, and he's world class. And then for for the strikers that say River have got, um he's, he's a brilliant person to learn from. So it'd be a bit I shame. Think, if you think.
2: I think people understand the kind of personal reasons behind it. I think yeah. if he wants to go, that'll be that. He'll, he'll go. Yeah. yeah. You know, if he needs to just say I'm retiring from football, then he just retires from football, and that's yeah. it. In, well, in that. that well, oh, that will um, be. It. In, I mean, where's he going to get a club, club in, in Europe? Yeah, yeah. French second division? In, in Monaco? terms of the terms of what it would mean For the National
0: League I think it's There are two World Cup winners Playing in, in The Argentine Primera, And the other one Is uh, Mauro Cameron uh, So there's not he's comparison. He's no, not um, well, the no He's no yeah,
3: he's,
0: he's behaved through.
3: like A gent this year no, no, I'm not
0: denying that no. I'm, 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 I'm just part. saying that when, when he won the World Cup And when he was playing In Europe He looked like a Thoroughly ordinary player um, And you know yeah. It's kind of one of the Things that makes you realise The kind of standard That the Argentine League Is, is at where Cameroon AC Comes here and looks I don't
3: think he No, You said that,
2: you can't even I don't, get that. That's I don't think he stands out in this league. He's <laughs> <laughs> behind Pedro who's more of the goalkeeper Good It's <laughs> about 12. He wasn't even the best player at Landers. Uh The final question is
0: Dan Williamson asks, what would be the impact on this. Now, not that he's Going too far ahead of himself, we're only a quarter of the way into this season. But he asks, what would be the impact on the second awesome. tier of Independientes and or San Lorenzo's relegation?
1: Oof.
0: Also, in comparison to River's relegation, well, no, that would be L- to so say. It would be nothing. Like it would be, be really Rivas hard to top what happened to uh, to River. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking it was, it of, same bucket going down, which would be hilarious, yeah. but it's not going to happen. Bokke speaking of, of Indo- in yeah. the the Now speaking of
3: Independiente, which will probably be the biggest bombshell since they're one of two teams still remaining in the league that have never been relegated. It
2: would
0: three. Three? Independiente, Boca, Arsenal Don't forget
2: Arsenal Oh, oh fuck Arsenal
0: I, oh, no, when, when, River, when, River went, when River went down I got told off by one of our listeners For not, for not mentioning that Arsenal Well had he would have, have stopped listening right now, Because Arsenal gets slagged off every week yeah. So <laughs> Arsenal have not been um, No way Independiente are yeah. one of only two teams Who stand a chance of getting close to River's At the, at the moment anyway Getting yeah. close to River's record Of 100 102 straight years in the Primera yeah. No I think if
3: yeah. Independiente no. went down It would be really a massive shot to the system because you can see in these last three or four years where they've just been treading water that the club's really been suffering for it. Like the deaths have been piling oh, up
0: people have been work. staying away yeah. from the stadium well, they've had to yeah. reduce if, if some, price uh, price I think you're price, right if, if San Lorenzo went down in many ways it wouldn't be quite the same shot because they have yeah. been in the second division <laughs> yeah, yeah. in living memory but they, they, the, um, they were down in the 80s and, and yeah. so on I think for
3: Independiente, if they went down it would be Devastating that. But
1: I mean really, I, would argue, so. I would say here yeah, that It would be dreadful for the club But I don't think I mean <coughs> Even it's being in the, in the first division Independiente don't I mean in Ole for example well, yeah. you, know, you have to get to page sort of, what, 21 That's what I'm saying But it's not even that It's just, one just one the one point one. is that River and Boca dominate the scene So yeah. when River went down It was a massive issue I mean games were changed I mean the mm-hmm. second division the, the TV rights contract was rewritten Because yeah. River went down yeah. That would not happen Nothing would happen Because of what Because of Independiente going down with all respect to the club, but this is a yeah. you know, fact. Um, it's you know, it wouldn't
0: it wouldn't have the same ramifications
1: the River. We yeah, and the same goes for Hande
0: yes. Podz, yeah, yeah. Hande first native Argentine, um, also said to us, who was a racing fan, of course, Seba, uh, who, who who agreed with us that, that River and Boca are the two clubs with a nationwide following. Yeah, yeah. and that's the big difference. Like that that's why it makes a difference the TV contracts and so on. Independiente, they are one of the big five. If you're in, but <coughs> if you come to Buenos Aires and you don't leave Buenos Aires you would believe that, that uh, independent theatre Racing, and San Lorenzo are as big as River and Bocca in terms of the number of shirts, the number of posters yeah. and the yeah. amount of coverage that you get. Just almost, below. Almost, just almost. almost in yeah, yeah. Not necessarily. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, that, that kind of division, it's only once you get out of the city that, and you start to see the local side plus River and Boca shirts everywhere and very little of anything mm-hmm. else. But that actually saying
3: that. Today I was walking up to one set so I had to go there to do some shopping and I saw two guys, <laughs> one in a racing shirt one in an uh, Independiente shirt laughing, joking, and sharing a beer. But oh, it, was no, it's just, it's it was just such a lovely scene, you know. Did
1: you, did you get
3: a photograph? No, I shouted at the rest and guys, for being <laughs> a and enough for us,
2: sonny." If if San Lorenzo had down, it was a joke. The good thing that comes is they put a gun stay up, and you get a big classic guy in the second tier which they probably mm-hmm. not had. Huracan San Lorenzo the second would be... Wow. I imagine. Wow. Sorry, Ed, when, yeah, when yeah. you say which they probably not had, do you mean the second tier? I mean the, the second tier, yeah, yeah. I mean the second tier probably hasn't had a game that big... ever. I don't know. Mm. Mm. It's a, so that's a uh, cool, then. But Yeah, but Huracan San Lorenzo as, as a oh, Classico awesome. is, is massive. I mean, especially yeah, it's in Huracanian, a, a few oh, yeah, thousand people fucking enormous. it's also very exciting to have them here. But in the second tier, yeah. I mean they would they they say no away fans. It'd be no away fans, wouldn't it? Yeah. They wish wouldn't they wouldn't no, go, no, go soon. But we want no, the right. biggest games I, in the I, country I, that weekend pretty not. I, I it. Really if Solar stay up in our accounts somehow manage to get promoted, I think it'll be no away fans in the pre one yeah, yeah. potentially next season. But probably. I mean that'd be massive. Um, Independiente going down I don't for me wouldn't really they've you know, yeah. been so crap for the last <laughs> three, four years, I wouldn't really be bothered. The only thing is that I think the club would be in serious jeopardy financially. Yeah. River yeah. were well, obviously they were in trouble. But you know they kind of had people who would step in and kind of plug the gap. As you said earlier, Independiente's yeah. gap is a lot bigger to be plugged. Mm. There is.
3: Yeah, who's yeah, going go to go The one thing. The thing one they're, they're going go like, to, yeah. to go back to Independiente is Denis going to go back to
1: Independiente. players, they'll have players that maybe aren't of the, like, yeah. the stature of Weird and Denise and, and Ulstadi. Not a bad call cool though. Um, but but they'll have players coming back. But, but the big. I mean, what would it be with Independiente going down? Is at the time it's a massive story. Club with most amount of Libertadores. Yeah. 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 Going, going down That's Yeah so that, yeah The yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Corinthians going down
2: Was a big story of But course. they didn't have one mm-hmm. There are repercussions For on football In general Because they've got The only president That's willing to stand Against the barrens yeah. And if yeah, they were true. to go down that Obviously that <laughs> would Reflect horrendously On his reign mm-hmm. He would probably Be chucked out and then we're back to scroll on I'm not sure if I'm get not get sure because, because you wouldn't get we said terms. this I, I remember I, I remember know, recording it'd be very difficult for him to continue like, I remember recording <laughs>
0: Handapod a few days after River had been relegated and, and I um, remember saying that the Olay front page the day after River were relegated was a black rectangle with a red sash across it and the words 50% Aguila 50% Passarella and we all agreed ok a few idiot fans agreed with that but pretty much everybody else knows it's like I mean, Asensio has something to do with it, but it's like ninety percent. I mean, you know, at
2: least. I understand the like, I and mean, uh, thing, but uh, the, the fact is, that when, uh, I think Argentine football needs this guy, and it yeah. needs yeah. people to rally around it, I'm sure yeah. you'd all agree because yeah. uh, I'm uh, you're agree. all the same people. Yeah. But it would reflect badly on, on him and his cause if the club went down. It's, I mean, it's a fact. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, if San Lorenzo went down, Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's interesting, kind of
3: being a Racing
2: fan, obviously.
3: There's no love lost With Independiente At all Of course And You know There were so many chants Against Comparada, Against all these things But You know Never in all the time Since Candero took over There's like Never his name's been mentioned In Mm. in a chant And that says a lot Like I think a lot of people Regardless of their affiliations Respect what he's doing Probably the least The people who least respect What he's doing Are Independiente fans Who are looking at the results Since he took over Which have been Mm. Pretty pitiful But I think for the project he's doing you know uh, publishing mm-hmm. who his players belong to everything about yeah. the contracts yeah. taking on uh, the Inchala and actually trying to change something that you know, there's a lot to be applauded for that but if that's not accompanied by the results on the pitch in, in the Mignente come you know March April
2: uh, floating around the relegation zone it's it's going to be tough and if people haven't read about Cantero and Mignente mm-hmm. then Google for Australian dance piece on In, Maradona, um, in Bed with Maradona. Which is very good. Yes. <laughs> oh, right.
0: yeah, an yeah, and mm. for that, yeah, and yeah, piece as well, absolutely. Um, to wrap up very quickly, we'll go to the relegation table since we've just been talking about it. Quilmes Unión Independiente are currently filling in the relegation spots. Unión going down 100. In in that order from um, from the bottom, Quilmes bottom, Unión, then Independiente. Of course, Quilmes have only got 11 games played on the table, so they can spring up any time mm-hmm. San Lorenzo one point out of Independiente. Um, and then you've got San Martin Newell's. I think we've, we've already said last week. You're going to climbed out of it probably by the end of the year, the way they're going. Uh, River, of course, you can't uh, write off getting relegated just yet. But at the moment, they're seventh in the relegation table mm-hmm. with one and a half. But that could easily go down if they start losing. Or um, if it's win. In the upper, uh, pardon? Inicial. We'll go up if they yes, yeah, precisely. In the inicial, thank you, Ed. Um, uh, title race. We've got Newell's at the top with 22 points. Racing. Who play them But a week This weekend uh, So we'll mention that Next week um, I'm not going um, about 20 in second <laughs> Belgrano have 19 Mellis and Bocker Have 17 Bocker still Joint 4th In spite of all of the, the, uh,
2: cr- the next week Is it Next week on. Belgrano merits in discussion Because they're third yeah. They are They're, they're, they're good third. teams To be And also, It's not just like, well, You, you know, saw their
0: Newells Three grandis This year yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And and Newells Are uh, the only team As we mentioned who, who are still unbeaten But Belgrano Only lost one match um, and they're not very far You know Kind of Well okay They've got a slightly worse attack a slightly worse defence Than, than Racing. But they've scored 13 And conceded 7 So they're, they're not too badly Off that way Either they've won 5 And lost 4 uh, Sorry Won 5 and drawn 4 If they're, if they're taking it um, And then just behind Medicine Boggy I've got a cruise on 16 Estudiantis on 16 And then River on Colonel On 15 each
2: I've got a cruise To that huh Fun. But they got first, yeah, like Christmas yeah. They're, They're a good side. I mean, they got I only got done by Rick uh, Yeah, I really like that team this season. Uh, they yes. did really well at home than that. Well, in fact, they got they got a split record, don't they? They won like the last four, uh, and yeah, the last dreadful, four away. away. And the five that River
0: scored against them the other day were, I mean, they have conceded twelve all season So, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it's
0: quite a jump in one match from conceding seven. Not, it was a jump. It's, it's a long trip, jump. trip to, go to Basically,
1: they've kind of got to travel
3: yeah. Every, yeah. every week. Every Twenty-nine.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, we complain yeah. when once a year you have to go to Mendoza, but right. they have to go to Buenos Aires. And you wonder why San Juan? They've got a decent home record recently as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: Juan's even worse to go to. But the, the thing is, an an though, I, an an I, an an I genuinely hour. think the, the big clubs fly, and the smaller clubs bus it. Do they bus it? No, I think
3: all the promoted the teams. I think premeditums
0: yeah, premeditums yeah, all the Martín San Martín definitely flies. I've seen a couple of reports on our like in the last few weeks about the they, they've already taken the plane out to Buenos Aires. They've got no excuse. Yeah. nothing anyway we shall I think we have better wrap it up now because we've been going on for. It's really a so we only have three podcast. But, so we'll apologise to everybody if you're still listening now for the length of the podcast I'll i remind you once to. again if you want a Uruguayan perspective to listen to Last Celeste podcast which is a couple of American based Uruguayans and an, an Englishman living in Montevideo talking about Uruguayan football um, ahead of this weekend's World Cup qualifiers and um, and um, for now, it's it's goodbye from English Town. Goodbye from Joel.
1: Goodbye
0: from our special guest Ed Malium. Goodbye. Thank you for turning off again. No problem. And goodbye from me. Goodbye. <laughs>